love the smell of napalm in the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Great Scott. You're gonna need a bigger boss. Hasta la vista. Hey, go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I am your host, Tom. Joining alongside fellow zealots, Paul and Joe. How are you guys doing this episode? Doing great. Fantastic. Fantastic, indeed. Well, this episode, we will be talking about CGI, the uh, benefits, the downsides, everything in between. Joe will actually be uh, heading up this this discussion. However, before we do that, of course, like every episode, (laughs) we have the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor. All right. Game rules are simple. If you do not know, Alexa, uh, the Amazon Alexa will voice a quote from a famous movie. The contestants will have to write down the name of the movie in completion, uh, the year that it was released, and the top three build actors in order. They will receive one point each for the correct movie name and the build actor, and two points if they get the year correct. I keep a running total, of course, and at the end of the year, we will <laughs> give uh, an award to the winner, whatever that may be. Probably nothing other than, uh, hey, good job, buddy. Uh, so, you know, you should play along and see how you stack up. But until then, now, boys, last week, you disappointed me so gravely. I, I could not believe you guys both got goose eggs on a movie that I thought for sure you'd get at least two points. This one, I have no idea what you're going to get. I have two quotes and an outtake. So I'm going to play all three and we'll see wow. how you guys do. Wow. Good luck, guys. Here we go. Quote number one. Louise, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. All right. That was one. I did. Okay. So that, let's do one again. Louise, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. All right. Now, two. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. I think I, I think I got it. No, go, go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm not stopping. Here, two. Here's looking at you, kid. Here's looking at you, kid. I'm not really sure how this... Oh, wait. Okay, so here's an outtake for three. Louise, I think this is going to... This is the forget it cancel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that one, I was saying the quote, and I messed it up, so I said forget it cancel, and she just repeated forget it cancel. (laughs) (laughs) No one else found that funny. All right, well, the hell with you. (laughs) All right. Uh, I well, thought we were getting an outtake from a movie, and you are. No, it was an outtake from my stuff. <laughs> wow. You get your own outtakes now. Somebody. A, uh, I got a big head. It's gotten big in the <laughs> podcast world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? While you guys uh, you know, write down your answers, let me just say, if you enjoy the show, please rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. It helps the show. Also, recommend us to others uh, if you think they may like the show as well. Like our Facebook page, Movies Out Podcast. Uh, I post related uh, things on there all the time, including check-ins every time I go to see a movie, so then you can see uh, what I'm about to go see, even though Joe mustn't uh, check that because he would have saw that I went to see <laughs> Game Night and not the uh, Death Wish. Like you were supposed to. I swore you, you checked it and saw Death Wish well, like you were supposed to. you might want to wanna go back and check that out. Because I, I saw it as I was leaving Death Wish, like we talked about. Yeah, no, that was not the case. And you know what else? If you saw Death Wish... <laughs> Uh, we have a we have a review coming, but if you saw Death Wish and like it, let us know what you thought of it. Email the show at moviezealotspodcast at gmail dot com. 
and uh, tell us what you think. And hey, I'm if you have sure. any other comments, leave them. I'm not sure I want to hear from anybody that liked it. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Jeez, you guys are giving away. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right, Paul, why don't you begin this one? Um, Name the movie, please. Casablanca. Okay. 1946. I don't think that year's right. Okay. Humphrey Bogart. Okay. Is it Ingrid Bergman? Am I making her older than she is? Um, and then I don't know the third. No idea. Okay. Joe, what say you? I figured this was a trick question. <laughs> oh, okay. And so I, so I think Groundhog Day. Wow. 1992 with Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. Right, well, hey, I Paul. Bill Murray got... said some stuff like that. <laughs> Paul, you are cutting into that lead, buddy. You got <laughs> two additional points. Joe Gusegg again. Wow, two in, a, two in a row. This is indeed Casablanca. Wow. The year 1942. Uh, Paul, you're correct. Humphrey Bogart. Second build is uh, Elsa Lund. Or is that it? Is that, that's not Elsa. Okay, yeah. yeah I figured I, I wasn't that clear on what who and I can't Paul remember. Henried. Henried, I guess. <laughs> Paul Henried was uh, third build. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you sure that's not Ingrid Bergman? What? Isn't that her character, Elsa Lund? No. Uh-oh. If you want to Google it. I'm pretty it, sure that's her character. No, I got it from the actor list. What, what, what actor list? <laughs> Go Google it. It, Casablanca, Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman. I think Paul gets what? an extra point for proving Tom wrong. Are you serious? Yes, Elsa Lund is the name of the character. Who's third build? Paul Henried. Well, how the heck did I do that? He played Victor Laszlo, in case you have that written down. <laughs> All right, never mind. Paul, you are correct, sir. You get three points. Wow. That is ridiculous. Hey, good job. I was testing you to see how good you actually are. You were very clear. You were kind of wishy washy. I think that's her most famous role, but you're right. I was a little bit like, do I have the wrong actress name because I got her name attached to the wrong person? Wow. But Wow, I can't believe that. I, don't, I have no idea how I managed to do that. <laughs> huh. Well, how do you like that? All right. <laughs> that is just weird. All right. Well, that was the day you're having. Oh, man. This is tough. That was the Alexa quote of the show. Uh, Paul, you are within uh, two points now. So uh, come next episode, let's see how you I mean, we do. could just call it, declare a mistrial on that whole game. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to wipe it out. It didn't happen. All right. Now on to the subject of this particular show, which Joe will be leading. It is CGI. Uh, please take it away. All right. See, I, I love CGI. I, I love almost everything about it. I just think that it's gone too far. Wow. Um, and I, I'm not, a, I'm not some kind of technophobe. I mean, I'm a software developer. I, I run software, work for a biotech company and love everything, computers and everything new. However, the CGI has gone too far. Um, it can add great things to a movie. I, there are some things you just can't do without it. I think, I mean, if you're going to have a space battle, you know, you need CGI. But yes. the problem is, is they're using CGI far too much in far too many circumstances. And it just takes me away from the movie. Your brain notices things that aren't real. The little things, the actors that are supposed to be reacting to things that are not in front of them. 
it really affects the movies and it's really starting to make me tired of seeing major Hollywood blockbusters because I know that the main action scene is no longer going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, what can 200 uh, graphic designers that are overworked and wishing they had new careers do for 80 hours a week for four months. So I guess that's where I want to, I'd like to begin the discussion is, you know, where is it, where is, where are the limits of CGI and, you know, what should it be? I mean, because I know there's things like Jaws, the movie Jaws, which is a classic masterpiece that they didn't even have the mechanical shark for and ended up with this great masterpiece of a movie. But what would it look like if they made that movie today? Tom, uh, Paul, what say you guys? Well, before we get started, do you guys know the first film CGI was used? Because I looked this up. Would anyone rather, would anyone like to hazard a guess of, uh, Paul's missing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's oh. sitting back in his chair. Hey, there he is. He's back. Oh, put his feet oh, up. For this if one. I was hazarding again, let's see. I would almost want to go Tron, but I don't know that they didn't use much because most of it was retroscoping. But um, oh, the pen clicker is back. I just feel it goes back further than that. No, no. I said the pen clicker is back. Click, click, click. Oh. Ah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, yeah, I would say Tron because it's the first movie I can think of where. I know they used some computer animation in it. Not okay. much, and it was all really right, cheesy, right. but... Joe, do you have a guess? Tron is not the correct answer. I do not. It's actually uh, Westworld 1973. They uh, oh. use CGI. Westworld, uh, you know, the HBO remake, they do that series. Have you guys watched Westworld, the, TV, the HBO show? I have not. Oh, man, super good. You should definitely do so. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I watched the original movie because I went back to say... Oh, wait, do they have anything to do with each other? Not a whole lot, but yeah. I guess yeah. there's a sequel. Um, uh, and the first time they used, I think, um, uh, what was it? CGI and 3D combined was Future World, which is the Westworld sequel or something to that effect. I didn't write that down, but uh, yeah. So that was the first use of CGI. Uh, now, as far as you go, Joe, uh, I agree with the whole uh, overuse of CGI. And there are certain movies that, you like Jurassic Park. I couldn't imagine doing that movie without it. And that movie is awesome. I, I, I love Jurassic Park and I don't think it's over the top. I think everything like I, it, I'm not taken out of that movie whatsoever. When I watch that film. No, uh, it is great. Yeah. And like Jurassic Park, I think is the classic example of how you're supposed to do CG. Yeah. Cause it's what 20 years old now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it still looks good. Awesome. I mean, it looks better than black Panther. <laughs> now I have, but don't um, you think, yeah, go on. isn't it some of it just that actors don't the act. It depends on your actors. I mean, I, I really think that, in your script. I mean, I, I kind of think that even if it was CGI over the top, if it had decent script and decent actors, it'd be okay. Because I, I think of the ones that where I think the CGI is like the most atrocious and and most uh, breaking is like, oh, I think of the prequels of Star Wars. I think, I think you know, that's overuse of CGI. And, it, and I think it's because the actors aren't very, well, I shouldn't say that because I, I like now. The actors aren't that good, but it's just maybe you, you just can't, it's hard to act to a green screen. And I'm sure there are actors that can do it. I, I guess Andy's obviously Andy Circus can yeah. do it, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, it's a very rare skill, apparently. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it must make it harder. And because uh, um, I feel like I would forgive a lot of overuse of CGI if the if the story was well. I mean, really well, captivating. You say about how you know they're talking to a green screen, green green stri- green screen, and everything. But like, who framed Roger Rabbit? same type of thing it's not cgi it's just it's cartoon and there's still people it's looking cartoony, yes but, but I'm, I'm saying they're great actors i think i think i think obviously that 
Bob Hoskins, did I get his name right? Yeah, I think, I think uh, they even they used guys in green suits, right? They had the guys in the, the blue man suits that are all covered for like Kufra and Roger Rabbit. So people were moving when they integrated people and cartoons. Well, they do that too with a CGI. I mean, Andy Circus, for example, he had a bunch of balls all over his body. Well, uh, but with him, sensors, but if you look I at like, you like the making of like, like he, uh, like Paul said, the Star Wars prequels, you have like spots where people are just staring at a blue, a green wall in front of them. And, that, and, they, and they were they CGI'd in, in an action sequence in front of them, and they stand there with a blank face. In Star Wars, they, they try to find, you know, fairly obscure actors to start off with that are young. And I, I don't know that they have the experience when they end, when the prequels were filmed to uh, be able to pull it off. You know, I, I think, mean, I don't, I don't know that. I guess I shouldn't say that Ewan McGregor obviously had been in tons. And I think Ewan McGregor's performance is okay in the prequels. He's the one exception. But um, the others, I, I mean, I like Natalie Portman. I've seen her in a lot of things that I like her in, but she was horrible in the prequels, which I, you, you, yes. it's hard to understand why. Well, that had nothing to do with the, the CGI. I don't know that it doesn't have it. I don't know that it's, I'm not no, sure that it doesn't like have that. nothing not, to do not, with not, the CGI. Not, not, not. Oh, it was awful. She has never been that bad anywhere else. Well, all I can say is the room has the best CGI. <laughs> The room, yes, it does. Well, they did use it, right, for the yeah. for the uh, landscapes in the back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah it, it, it's a bad landscape. But I mean, you know, just like it, if you look at like even CGI add-ons, I mean, like in Star Wars is like the classic because they keep doing it, right? I mean, they keep adding on, where you have like all these fake characters they put in. I mean, do you really need a complete CGI character to play Jar Jar? Yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin or whatever, whoever that guy was. You, you couldn't have found one one old British actor that looked similar to him and just moved on with life like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does anyone really go, oh, my God, that's not the original Tarkin. I'm out of this movie. Instead, they put in some cartoon and wonder why people get upset. Hmm. Interesting. Very and interesting. the CGI Leia at the end of which which Star Wars was that? That was the uh, that was, Rogue, uh, Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah, the CGI Leia. I mean, that looked absolutely terrible i mean they could have oh, just used no. a wax leia and got out and it would have got off better than that i i like that one we talking about i was all in on that one i thought she looked fine well but but we're, we're also delaying the inevitable because inevitably they're going to recast those people and make movies that right they've already recast han right so i mean it's a matter of time yeah, and people are used to being recasted. It doesn't take me out. If you recast a character, I'm, as an audience member, I'm okay with that. I've seen characters recasted over and over again, and I can make the mental shift all, it's someone else now, and continue on watching the character. But when I see a cartoon in the place of a human, when everyone else is human, it it stops me. I mean, it, it really bugs me. I can't really watch it very easily. And Superman's lip. I mean, would we want to talk about Superman's lip? Yeah, that was just an unnecessary, right? Yes. Wait, what <laughs> or are we talking about? Those armpits? Is that? What do we want to talk about that? Uh... What are you talking about? Oh, you don't know if her armpits got CGI'd so they weren't hairy? Because of course, an Amazon's going to have hairy armpits. But that discuss. What are American we talking viewers, about? So... You don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. Superman's her lip. Armpits. Who? She lifts up a tank. You know her armpits. Who? She. Wonder Woman, Cal Tom. Cattell, Wonder Woman. We, what movie are we talking about? Wonder Woman. Uh, who said she had hairy armpits? She did. They, they CGI, CGI'd him out. What? Why does she have hairy armpits? Because an Amazon should have... I'm sorry. An Amazon should have hairy armpits. 
What? Do you think Amazon's going to shave their their arms? And what's what, Superman's why lip? Why do we do that? We do that for men, don't we? What's Superman's lip? Isn't that why it's done? What is Superman's lip? Because it, because if you look at it up, it caused just as much of a fervor. What? More about whether the decision to you know, wow you didn't hear hear about this huh? I I I am totally in the dark. Lips or her armpits? No, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. So in the Justice League, I yes. mean the biggest one I heard about, I've heard twice as much about Superman's lip as Gal Gadot's armpits. Okay, but it's the same thing. I mean Superman, they they came back and they reshot part of the Justice League, and um, what's his face was already in another role in which he had a mustache. Oh okay. So when they reshot it, they had to CGI out his mustache. All right, who cares? And didn't do an especially good job of it. Oh, really? I didn't notice, but I wasn't looking either. <laughs> huh. Yeah, and I mean, it, the first time, it doesn't re- that one doesn't bug me nearly as much as the complete fake Grand Moff Tarkin or the, or the you know, plastic-looking Leia. So let me ask but, you. But I mean, these things, they're in the movie, and if you look, it's like, wow, you notice it. You can see his lip is not a human lip. So, <laughs> wow. So Wonder Woman, she had hairy armpits, because she that was the what was called for in the role. Is that right? Like this well, actress. No, whoever made the first decision said a woman that grew up on an island of women are probably not going to shave their armpits, right? I mean, to but, me it's I agree with the decision. It's an American aesthetic, right? It's yes. not a, it has You may yeah, feel it's not a worldwide thing, really. Yeah. yeah. But okay. then they ended up CGIing them out because they thought that was Oh, okay. Well, you guys are they talking gross out people, right? <laughs> that would have taken me out of the movie. Yes, I'd be like, ah, <laughs> don't lift that oh, tank up. With ass armpits, I just lost my <laughs> Amazon family. Oh no, that sounds awful. All right, um, you know what? There all there's like CGI can make or break a movie as well. Uh, like for example, bad CGI that kills a movie. Uh, Transformers, like the Transformer movies, I can't watch them. They're so bad. I actually, um, I considered trying to rewatch or watch the one because Mark Wahlberg is in it, but I still can't do it. Th- those movies are so <laughs> bad. The action sequences, you can't tell what the hell's going but on. But it's a movie you couldn't, you couldn't really do with practical effects. No, then I you mean, don't really? do it. Just don't do it. Or you do stop do do motion with that. the old toys, you know? <laughs> then walk away. I mean, how do you, you really need to make the movie if you can't do it right? Yeah. Well, I, part of me thinks that the, again that the script is just horrible, and this, all of the scripts yes. are horrible. Well, here's not, not, okay. Let me let, all horrible. Let, I mean, leave them cartoons. But I mean, if you can't make the movie, don't make the movie. But here's here's a movie. <laughs> let me let me say uh, a movie that CGI slash 3D. The only reason it made a penny is because of this, and not because of any script. And that's Avatar. Avatar as a movie, there was nothing special about that movie. It's completely it, it forgettable. Was an, um, it was. Avatar, the entire movie was an homage to the Amiga 1000, saying, "Look what I can do with a computer." <laughs> well, that's the that's the, yeah, but that's why it made all the money between the the CGI and the 3D technology. That's I mean, when these if these new if these sequels ever but come the out, problem is, they're not gonna make it. Once you've seen it, you've seen it. There's nothing there's nothing more to look at again. Yes. But I mean, it's not it like you're ex- looking at one of the world's great pieces of art. I mean, you're looking at you're looking at Blue Indians, right? I mean. Well, yeah, but and I never need to see that kind of CGI again. And because well, remember, if you want to talk about action sequences being ruined, look at like the old James Bond movies. Now I know they're not they're not everybody's taste, and not everybody likes James Bond movies. I.e. Paul, but I guarantee you that everybody here can probably name half a dozen stunts that were performed in those old James Bond movies 
that were amazing at the time. And they set world records on ski jumps and they hired the best sportsmen and the best stuntmen everywhere to perform these stunts for these old James Bond movies. And then they remake them as the form of the Kingsman, which, you know, you may or may not like better, but name an iconic moment from the Kingsman. Well, uh, when he fights, the old dude fights uh, those, uh, those gang members the very first time. The anal sex scene at the end. Wow, what? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, don't well, know uh, I must not have seen this movie. edition of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're just taping over an old VHS tape. <laughs> the movie, that's not an extra credit scene. <laughs> uh, wow. What the heck? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I mean, I agree. Because like, um, even Black Panther, when they had, were there the quote-unquote Panthers, that was unrealistically. The movement was goofy. Uh, Blade, I think it's Blade 3, uh, there was an action sequence when he's like, he looks like a cartoon jumping around. It looks so you know, it looks so bad. So yeah, CGI, poorly done. Uh, I agree. It'll take you out of the movie, and it's not very... And yeah, especially if it's something that you could recreate without it. But... Yeah. But I, mean, like, I know shooting on set is hard, and it's uncomfortable, and it gets hot in the desert. Right, but but live but, action Ferngully is like one of the gr- top grossing films of right of all time. Oh, uh, Avatar. What are you saying about Ferngully? Live action Ferngully is what I call it, but I don't know if you ever seen oh, that. Oh, Avatar. Uh, okay, right. <laughs> you had me gone. I'm like, holy shit! Do I need to go watch Ferngully? <laughs> yeah, like what? Uh, <laughs> oh, there we go. All right. <laughs> it's the same plot, exactly. Oh, okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't much live action, though. That's the problem. I mean, and that's the other thing. Like, if you watch Black Panther, just an example, you know, all their scenic vistas they created with their computers, and, you know, it's just a testament to overtime. <laughs> um, but, I mean, have they not seen Planet Earth? I mean, they could just go watch it on Netflix and see vistas that are way more impressive than that shitty CGI waterfall. Yeah, but then they couldn't uh, have a uh, meeting thing in, inside the waterfall if it wasn't CGI. Oh well, yeah, oh yeah, you can't you can't <laughs> stop the waterfall from running, so you yeah. can thunderdome it. Sure. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. But it was just an unnecessary CGI, and it just, yeah, and it made I stopped that. I like like, are you shitting me? Are you really gonna do this? This is so dumb. Hmm. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you on uh, the CGI. And does and does anyone want to talk about annihilation? Uh, what it's CGI. <laughs> the the fact that if it wasn't for CGI, that there there would have been no movie at all. There was no point in making that movie other than the fact that someone got a new computer. Yeah, and then, but there are tons of like that movie is awful. Well, let's but let's also remember though, like Game of Thrones couldn't have happened without CGI, right? Not really. Oh, you're right, and it's beautiful, and I love it because they don't make it the center of the story. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of good, really good things that can be made relatively cheap. And you're right. I guess it's just a careful use of it. But if you see is the Game of Thrones, I mean, they delayed filming of the show so that they could film it in winter because they actually needed ice. <laughs> you know, George Lucas would have done this in July somewhere in a soundstage in Atlanta and just go, oh, we'll, we'll dub in the ice later. <laughs> Pretend to slip occasionally, okay? <laughs> And then your cartoon, and then, you know, then your your cartoon. What what the heck is Jar Jar? And then like none of, none of the none of the well, I don't want to say none of it, but most of the Marvel universe couldn't exist without yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Is another one that probably really wouldn't. It would have been tough to film it, or a lot more expensive to film it. 
using the Star Wars techniques, but, right? You, know, you don't have to always, like like Joe said in the beginning with uh, Jaws, you know, there was supposed to be a lot more shark in that movie, but the mechanical shark just wouldn't uh, cooperate with him. And uh, it turned out to be a much better film. Sometimes less is more. You know, just because you have the ability to do something, eh, maybe you should rethink it and play it a different way. You know, make it more suspenseful. Uh, th- yeah, Jaws would not be the same movie. If that shark actually worked the way they intended, that movie would be completely different. Like the music and, you know, the da na 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 and coming up on swimmers, none of that, that would have happened. But, but I think that argument only really works with horror. I don't think there are many movies where not seeing the thing is better than seeing it no, other I mean, than if, the if horror <laughs> genre. The first Hulk movie, if he gets mad and you see him turn a little green and then you don't see him again... <laughs> And then you see him back as human. You, you hire, you see the you hire a deaf body, a, a, a bodybuilder and you have, have him uh, yeah, that's paint him better. in green. And, yeah. yeah, sometimes not seeing okay. it better. <laughs> yeah, that first Hulk was cartoonishly bad. <laughs> wow. The uh, Ang Lee one, you mean? Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did not... Uh, hmm. No, no bueno. Joe, you have any other... Anywhere else you're going with this? I mean, no, I mean, other than, I mean, I, I have a special place in my heart for the helicarrier in the Marvel movies. I, I hate them every time I see them. Wow. <laughs> They're just a testament to do you your hate physics does not apply whole, here. The, yeah, the whole idea that, it, yeah, no one would ever do that. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's too far. It's, you know, because they can render it on the computer easily and they just go, oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe they shouldn't if it's outside of physics. You know, but, because if but, you can't actually do it, why are you doing it? Because but are you saying are superheroes I guess doing that's it? The question though, like, if you were, and I don't think we've seen one, or if I've seen a good one, if you had a good steampunk uh, movie, you, you'd you'd want those kind of outrageous things that, that that obviously can't exist. But one of the conventions of the genre is that you just accept that it does exist, right? I mean, I, I guess if if the same physics applied to everybody in the movie, then I'm okay with it. You you can bend the rules for some things, but you can't have the normal laws as we understand them. Because Marvel, they're trying to make it in our universe as close as possible. They're really trying to push it that this is in a today. However, these people are special, which I can buy. However, all these other people have helicarriers and all these weird things that happen that just don't fit the universe it's in but but well but as, as because marvel is such a large subject matter it, uh, yeah that that's going to break down more and more as you as you add to the marvel universe anyway right i mean there's just too many too many different comic books that take the world in too many different places to really maintain an illusion that it's our world in any way right yeah, but they keep trying to resituate them in our world. Maybe it's it's getting me because the Netflix shows, because those are all they're placed specifically in the same universe and they reference the movies where everyone has to follow all the normal laws except for Yeah, but they a don't feel people. they don't really feel like it, do they? They don't in any way feel like they're part of the same Yes, they reference them, but I don't know that I buy it. I never <laughs> But do we know do we know the Helicarrier is not created from alien technology? How do we know that uh, you know, it isn't because possible like the with... government owns it. I mean, yeah, the well, United they... States government runs the helicarrier yeah, instead and they, of like maybe superheroes. They, they stole uh, plants, or they found a ship from somewhere, and uh, they're they're copying them. I mean, we don't know. Then, then say that. Just, well, but just why? say that <laughs> for you. Just once, like Joe, this is <laughs> stolen stuff because I know you, this takes you out of the movie, even though a dude's flying by. That's cool, but yeah, this can do this. 
that's just silly. Well, yeah, because obviously Iron Man's whole suit, the yeah. whole thing doesn't physically add up. If you yeah. if you start looking at it under the covers, you're like, it's well, a lot of physics right? <laughs> don't really work like that. You, you don't really, yeah. <laughs> you can't really have a, a jet pack that only goes, that shoots jets out one way and actually control yourself, right? Um, well, yeah. Well, I mean, he is a multimillionaire. A so. jet pack without wings is a death... Um, sorry. Yeah, then, then by the time you got the Iron Man 3, it didn't even matter anyway, because you've got 75 independent suits all flying around doing random shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't even need the Avengers. They just, you know, just call his suits into action. That's a very good point. Uh, that's what I'd be doing. I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not going into that. Those guys are shooting back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, there you go. I, all right. I, I think we have uh, talked CGI to death. Uh, so... Uh, Joe, thank you for getting that together. Paul, thank you for coming on and uh, discussing right. it with us. So until next time, that's a wrap.